eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption so that you can live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you're listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into another episode of the podcast. So today we have another loaded kind of educational based episode, but it's another topic that I think is really important to talk about, especially in light of Earth Day. I kind of wanted all of the episodes that aired this month to be things that you could apply to your daily life that will help you just treat the earth better and be more environmentally conscious and more sustainable overall. So this is a topic that can apply to just about anybody, especially if you're living in the United States. And it's something that I hear a lot of people just not really struggle with, but overall feel like they're not educated on this topic or feel like they have heard of it before, but they don't actually know what it means and know what they can do to prevent this. So we are going to be talking about wish cycling. If you've never heard of wish cycling before, it's pretty much the practice of recycling things that are non-recyclable in good faith. And while it kind of sounds like, okay, like what's wrong with that? You know, I feel like a lot of people throw things that they assume to be recyclable into the recycling bins. And, you know, again, it's all in good faith. It's because these things that you're putting in the recycling bin should be recyclable. Like in a perfect world, they would be anything made of like plastic, cardboard, glass should be able to go into the recycling bin, we think, right? But the big kicker with this is if you end up throwing things in the recycling bin that are not recyclable, you can actually contaminate entire loads of recyclable goods, causing things to go straight into the landfill. So while this is done with the best intentions usually, it just causes a lot more harm than good and it can, again, impact entire loads of recycling or it just makes people's lives a lot more difficult at the recycling plant because it gives them all of this extra work to do when sorting out things that aren't recyclable. And sometimes, depending on what people throw into the recycling bins, it can actually cause the machines that they use to sort the recyclables to jam or break. So overall, it's just very harmful to put things that are not sure to be recycled in the recycling bin. Okay, so we covered what wish cycling is. So hopefully if you're listening to this at this point, you understand what wish cycling means and you're more informed on the topic. But now I want to give you seven tips that will help you recycle better and ensure that you are not wish cycling and that you are just recycling consciously. So the first one, and this in my opinion is the most important one, it is check locally. So whatever company that you currently use to recycle with, or if you live in an apartment, whatever company that you know picks up recycling for the apartment complex, whatever it is, look up their website or even give them a phone call and learn what can and cannot be recycled. You might be really surprised. Like, 
for me, it's right there on the top of my recycling lid, what you can and cannot put inside of it. And unfortunately, you can't put a lot of different types of plastic. You can't put glass at all, you know, things like that. So it's really important just to check because there are things that are typically recyclable that your specific recycling company may not accept or vice versa. There could be things that most places will not let you throw things into the recycling bin, but maybe you have an amazing recycling company that accepts a lot of different forms of plastics that otherwise usually are not accepted. So just learn your local rules and guidelines. And again, this will vary not only by city and state, but by what specific recycling company you go with. Tip number two kind of goes right along with this, but it is check the website howtorecycle.info for any unknown items. And that is how and then the number two recycle.info. You can literally put in your zip code and then put in whatever it is that you're trying to recycle, whether it's, you know, torn up clothing, string Christmas lights, huge cardboard boxes, anything like that that you typically cannot throw in your recycling bin. You can look it up on howtorecycle.info and then you can find all of the different places within a certain mile radius from you that will accept whatever that is. So for me, I was looking up how to recycle string Christmas lights that are burnt out. Obviously, that's not something that recycling plants typically accept because that can clog up their machines and they just don't really process out that kind of materials. So for me, I put in my zip code and just string Christmas lights. And unfortunately, no places popped up that specifically accept that in my location. But it gave me three or four different companies that allow you to mail in your old Christmas lights. And then they will take the proper care and, you know, take them apart and recycle them the right way from there. And again, that's kind of an extra step that I know a lot of people might not be cool with, but if you're really trying to be conscious about what you're sending to the landfill, then that can be a really good option is to find local areas to you or even those mail-in companies for certain objects that are typically not recyclable. So one more time, the website is howtorecycle.info and literally it will show you how to recycle anything that you can think of. So it's an amazing resource. Definitely write that down and keep it somewhere or, you know, pull a tab up and kind of check it out right now. That way it sticks in your brain because that's something that I go back and look on it probably at least once a week and it's an amazing resource. Tip number three is to bring your reusable bags to the grocery store, to, you know, your Target trip. Anytime that you go shopping, make sure that you have reusable bags. And this goes for reusable produce bags too, like those every time you go to the grocery store and they have those really thin plastic bags that people typically put meat that they buy in or produce that they buy in. If you get some reusable mesh produce bags instead, this is a perfect replacement for that. But typically, most recycling companies do not accept any form of plastic bags. Um, Again, sometimes you might get lucky depending on your local area and the company that you go through, but most of them do not. So when you remember to bring your reusable bags... You're just preventing yourself from getting a lot of plastic bags that most companies can't recycle. 
And this can be hard, especially right now with COVID. I know some places don't even let you bring your own bags into the store. And a lot of people are also doing grocery pickup right now because of the pandemic, in which case, you know, you have no choice but to get everything in the plastic bags. But definitely remember to bring those reusable bags when you can and make sure to make it easy for yourself. So if you carry a purse or a diaper bag, stick a few in there, put some big ones in your car for, you know, grocery hauls, things like that. Just make sure to kind of hide them away wherever you use them. If there's always, you know, reusable bags in your car, then when you get to the grocery store, there won't be that moment of, oh crap, I forgot my bags again. Or if you stick a few in your purse, then you always have that fail safe. Even if you think you're running into Target for like one thing, you know, at the end you get there and you have a whole cart of things that you forgot that you needed. And if you have those reusable bags in your purse, then you are safe and you prevent yourself from having to get all of that extra excess plastic waste. Tip number four is to remember that most recycling plants cannot accept or process items that are smaller than a credit card. So if you're going to recycle anything and it's smaller than a typical credit card size, that a lot of times can jam up the machinery that they use to sort the recyclables. And again, different companies that hand sort recyclables or use different machinery, this might not be an issue, but this is a pretty universal rule. Just anything smaller than a credit card, as much as it sucks, it's probably better, especially if it's plastic, to just toss it in the trash because typically it cannot be recycled. Tip number five is to cut back on your single-use plastic items. And in my opinion, this kind of goes hand-in-hand with the previous one about the credit card size because I feel like a lot of the single-use plastic items can be those smaller sizes. So when you go to get a drink from Starbucks or you go out to eat and you get a to-go cup somewhere, the plastic lids that come on that, that is one of the common things that are too small typically to actually be recycled or things like disposable straws, like the single-use plastic straws. That's another thing that kind of falls through the cracks in the recycling plant and can't really be recycled. Um, Not to mention those things aren't labeled. So as much as you would like to think that the straws and the lids and all of those kind of things could be recycled since they're made out of plastic. If it's not specifically labeled that it can be recycled, a lot of the times that means that it's not recyclable. So when you cut back on single-use plastic items and you start refusing single-use plastic, it really just prevents you from wish cycling those things because again, I feel like a lot of people would assume that the plastic straws are recyclable and that the lid that goes with your recyclable Starbucks or McDonald's or whatever it is cup is recyclable. And again, that's usually or a lot of times not the case. So that's one item that very commonly gets wish cycled. Tip number six is to make sure whatever you're recycling is clean. Now, things don't have to be like spotless and completely scrubbed and all of that, but if you get a plastic bottle or something that has a smoothie in it, you can't recycle it when it's halfway filled because all of that food waste can really mess up the 
whole recycling process. So if you do, you know, put things in the recycling bin that still have materials inside and food waste, typically those things are just going to be thrown out. They're not actually going to be recycled. So if you take the time to look through all of the peanut butters to find one that explicitly states that it is recyclable, it completely, you know, voids everything else if you don't scrub out all of the peanut butter before you recycle it because then it's going to be thrown away anyway, right? So just make sure, again, things don't have to be spotless, but they have to be free of food waste. So clean things as best you can before you toss it in the recycling bin. So tip number seven is to really watch out for mixed materials. These are things that you would typically think are recyclable. Say you get a foam case and it comes in a little cardboard box and you're like, okay, cool. Well, cardboard is you know, universally very easily recyclable. Let me toss it in the recycling bin. But you don't realize that that plastic film on the front that allowed you to see in and look at the phone case when it was on the shelf, that actually causes it to not be recyclable a lot of times unless you um, separate the materials. This is the same thing with envelopes that have that little plastic film in it. That's also considered mixed materials and most of the time cannot be recycled unless you separate them. So if you do run into these mixed material packaging, if it's possible for you to separate out like the cardboard and the plastic or whatever it is, Typically, unfortunately, the plastic, especially if it's just a plastic film or a smaller piece of plastic, usually that can't be recycled and you just have to throw that in the trash, which really sucks. But at least then it makes the cardboard packaging or, you know, the paper envelope or whatever, you know, the bigger picture was, it makes that actually recyclable. So that's, again, it's a tricky one. It's something that you really have to watch out for because I feel like a lot of different companies used mixed material packaging and even it's it's completely ridiculous but I had a phone case um, that came in this packaging with the clear plastic film and everything else was cardboard and on the back it even said please recycle container and it's like it literally can't be recycled because it's both cardboard and plastic so a lot of these companies will even like stick you know tricky symbols on it is as a form of greenwashing. That way when you pick up this phone case, you're like, oh, it says recycle right there. This is an eco-friendly option. When in reality, it's not at all and they just put it on there to make you think that. <laughs> so it can be really tricky and it can be confusing. But again, just keep an eye out for those mixed materials and separate them out when you can. That way you can ensure that the majority of the packaging can still be recycled and not just wish cycled. Okay, so tip number eight, this is the last tip that I have for you guys, but it's something that I feel is really, really important. And it is to not forget the two other R's that come before recycle. That's reduce and reuse. I'm talking about the three sustainable R's that I know we all heard over and over again growing up, and that was reduce, reuse, and recycle. Now, depending on who you ask within the sustainability community, there are a ton of other sustainable R's that people are kind of pushing out with these that I absolutely love. Some people say there are six sustainable R's. Some people say there's as many as 10. And I'll probably do an episode about that in the future, just talking about some of the other sustainable R's because it's a really cool topic and something that I think is really helpful. 
But today, since we're talking all about recycling and wish cycling, I'm really just going to focus on the two other ones that we grew up on, which was reduce and reuse. These are more important, in my opinion, than recycling. Recycling is a great system to have, but there are a lot of fallbacks of the recycling system in general and wish cycling being just one of them, right? So don't rely on recycling to you know, save the planet for us. We really need to cut back on our consumption and the amount of stuff that we're sending to these recycling plants. So again, first, before you recycle, try to reduce as much as you can and then reuse the items that you can reuse. So for instance, glass jars, you can, you know, take those that had pasta sauce or whatever in them and reuse them to make something else or, you know, drinking glasses, whatever it may be. Um, plastic containers, you can wash these, take off the label, and then do the same thing, figure out a way to reuse them. But again, reduce and reuse should always come before recycle. So really try to make it a priority to implement both of those in as you are also recycling. So there you have it. That is all about wish cycling and how you can avoid wish cycling and make sure that you're recycling things the right way. I know that this was a loaded episode. It was just a lot. So if you made it this far, I'm proud of you. And again, try not to be overwhelmed. The more you know, the better you do, right? So if you didn't know a lot of these things before or you were maybe recycling a few things incorrectly, that is okay. Don't feel guilty. Again, wish cycling is done with the best of intentions, right? Because we feel like like all of this stuff should be recyclable, even if it's not necessarily something that they can accept at the recycling bins. So again, you got this. Go out there and crush recycling. I'm so proud of you for educating yourself on this topic and taking a step in the right direction. So thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. And until next time, 